Welcome everyone to another Jags podcast, episode 65. Six? Five. 65. Right. Okay. You sure? <laughs> I, think yeah. six, I think it's 66. I think it is 66. I think the last one last was 65. Last one was 65. Let's take it from the top. Wait, are we counting the... I didn't count the... The draft? Is that a special? No. Oh, that was okay. a fan special. Okay, gotcha. Oh, yeah, 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 so we're, now we're back on track. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is in fact episode 65 yeah. of another Jags podcast. Last week, uh, as everyone knows, was the NFL draft. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight, is everything draft. We're going to recap what we liked, what we didn't like, what surprised us, maybe what didn't surprise us, all that good stuff. And also, answer any Twitter questions that uh, anyone submitted, any comments that may have been made. And uh, we are also streaming live on YouTube. That's going to be a new wrinkle in the Jags pod, another Jags podcast. So if you have any comments as you're watching us, and by the, I imagine it's just thrilling entertainment <laughs> to sit here and watch us on couches talking about the Jags. Uh, but if you have a question as we're talking, feel free to interject and we'll answer it. Or if you have any free yeah. cool clothes you want to donate to me for the live, I'd appreciate that. I mean, I can't buy a whole new wardrobe just because we're on TV. I think no. you're okay. All right, I just checked enough. it, and in fact, we are live. Okay, we yeah. are. All yeah. right. So before we get to all that good stuff, we want, do want to remind everyone that we are on Twitter at Another Jags Pod, Facebook and Instagram, Another Jags Podcast, and of course, as already has been mentioned, YouTube, just type in Another Jags Podcast, and you'll find us there. Uh, so yeah, we want to, this is an interactive show. This is your first time listening or watching. Uh, this is a very interactive show. We love to include questions from our listeners. Uh, it's really what we base our show around. We're fans, you're fans, so let's talk about the Jags together. Boys, without any further ado, I want, to, I want you to give an overall grade before we get into the details of the draft and, and dissect it from pick to pick. Just give me your overall grade of all, what is it, seven picks? Uh, I don't know. Eight picks? No, not that many. It was seven. No, they had two in one, one round. Two, two, it was seven. Five, six, definitely, definitely, six. definitely seven. Okay, let's one, two... <laughs> Three, four in the third round. One Wait. in the four. No, one, one in, in the fifth, fifth. One in the sixth. One, one in the sixth. Seven. Two in the seventh. They exactly. went back to back in the seventh. seventh. So seven picks. Are you sure? So, uh, so I'm right. Like we right traded off the bat. a seventh pick. And we got. We, we did. We had two back to back picks in the seventh round. Like they picked and then they picked again. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I don't know who they picked, I, but <laughs> I'm not they seeing got... the other guy. This is the only thing. And I thought I heard we traded a seventh for a sixth next year. Maybe that. Maybe that's what Actually, happened. Actually, uh, Jason's right at six. So it was a six yeah. next year. Okay, so yeah. I'm wrong right off the bat. Yeah, and that's okay. okay. It's okay. I did Listen, my homework, it's so it's my okay. <laughs> no, um, actually, I, let's give it a quick uh, shout out to Jason at RatHCP, whose question was, what's your overall letter grade for our draft? Oh, okay. So, so he's, he's just hosting. He, he's on, All right. <laughs> I like it. So what is y'all's overall grade for the draft? I think I'll take that because I'm not going to give a letter grade. I like to answer oh, a question geez. without an actual answer. Because I don't, I think letter grades are stupid. Great answer, Joey. I think I think letter grades are about like a three, four, five star going into college. Like it, it's stupid. Okay, I'm gonna give a pass fail, and the Jags definitely passed a strong pass in that my was mind. The weakest. Yeah. It's not a weak that answer. That was count, the weakest man. answer. Everybody's count. wrong all the time. They don't turn out like they are. I think they passed. I know for, for right now. We're we're saying right now, late April. A week removed from the draft. Not even a week. You're going to demand days. a letter grade, then. Yeah, just, yes. just give All right, us, just B plus. B plus. Okay, thank, thank you. Was that so hard? <laughs> it, it was hard, because <laughs> I, don't, I, I, think, I think that's, like, shouldn't even be a thing. 
All, that's, all it is is for sports writers and commentators to be able to like. It's for us to talk about in April. What else are we going to talk about? Well, the thing we're is, we're going to dissect the players. If I'm you all say about pass, that. fail, like there's 32 teams. Like you're not trying to like pass with with 15 other teams. You want to see where you're at compared to everyone else. And I, I agree. I'll dissect the players individually for okay. sure. But I think overall, right. pass B plus. Well, it hurts me because Joey's answer is so weak. But I'm gonna have to agree. I'm at B plus. I'm at B plus with him. So okay. weak, but the same. <laughs> your first answer was weak. Interesting. But, <laughs> but your grade was B plus. Yeah, Pass I think fail, much easier. I think uh, they did. They did well by getting Juwan Taylor in the second round. Really, really like knocked it out of the park for me. Uh, I think that was a great pick. And they got a bunch of project guys after that. So they stole two guys, and then they. Got projects everywhere else, and I'm I'm cool with that. I'm a project guy, so I'm cool with that. Yeah, I was actually well, I was gonna say B plus as well. I'm gonna say a solid B though instead, uh, just to be a little bit different. And the reason being is uh, their second third round pick in Quincy Williams. It, it's not really about whether he's gonna be any good or not. I mean, if the guy turns out to be an All Pro, then obviously it was an amazing pick. Um, no one really had him on their radar to go that high. I think it might have been NFL Network didn't even have any film on him when the Jaguars picked, selected him. There was no highlights to show. So that's how that's how much they had thought of him going that high. They weren't even ready. But uh -oh. it's not even really about that because I can't sit here and say that I didn't like the pick because I, I've never heard of him. I mean, that's that's my fault, you know. But what I don't understand is what are we gonna what are we doing at safety? You know what I mean? Like what are we doing at wide receiver? And to go linebacker there, I I was a little safety. A little, I mean, he's a. I thought he was listed as a linebacker. He's a, two, he's a, a two hundred and twenty-five pound God, safety. I don't know what's going on. He's a he's a small. But they had him listed at linebacker, right? They, they did in the draft, but he is okay. he is listed. He is a safety. Okay, good. Yeah, that actually safety. makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, because but he's a strong safety. He plays Ronnie Harrison's position. Okay, well then there you go again. Yeah, but he, so, he's a special teams guy. So that's the thing. Like that that's what confuses me is. Where are we really going to roll with Wilson? I mean, is that is that it with no depth? Are we going to jump to Kev Click's question about yeah, let's do it, <laughs> I'm stepping question. over everybody? Right. <laughs> James clearly did not read the the question thread because uh, nor did no, I. I this hey, question, -Click, bring it. This question from Kev Click, and he's at K Click underscore six. Is who is going to play free safety? Jared Wilson. That's a great question. <laughs> I love that question. And I'd like for someone to answer it. Uh, the answer is, as of now, yes. Will they bring in a free agent to compete? I would hope so. Uh, but Quincy Williams, Quincy Wilson, I'm sorry, Quincy Wilson, he put his own film out. Okay, so he, so he released his own film. And uh, Big Cat Country, we're the ones to break it. And uh, the guy, like, is a torpedo. Dude, he is lighting. Did you watch his film? Oh, oh my god! Oh, my gosh, like, dude. It, it's a highlight film, obviously. It is. But, dude, he is even for a crushing people. Even for a highlight film, like, that's crazy. Absolutely crushing dude, people. Dude, he's, like, picking people up and slamming them, like, left and right. Not, like, once in a while. Like, he's, like, like spearing school, people. Old school. Yeah, he's an old school come downhill and strike you, dude. Again, I, he is going to be a special team to start with, for sure, I would have to assume, right? Yeah. I mean... So I guess the biggest question is, is is we saw Ronnie Harrison actually play a little bit of free safety last year. There were some plays like when the, if when they run the when they changed the strength formation to like the left and the right, and the Jags didn't feel like switching their strength and flipping their field, they would roll Ronnie Harrison to free safety a little bit. So he has some experience playing free safety. Am I comfortable with that? I guess, but we'll see what happens. But 
you know, there's a chance that Jared Wilson and Quincy Wilson are fighting out that spot. For I mean, how hard team. is it to play that position with our DBs and our linebackers? I mean, how hard is it to play it? Not hard. How hard is it to play well? Probably. Well, we hard. don't need them to play that well, though. I mean, like, well, do you really I want them like? Who you ask, again, I, I mean, think that was a reach at that pick. But do you really want them well, burning? That's the question: Are they still drafting best available at that point? Or are they then addressing need? I think at that point they're drafting best available. I think the only pick that was need was Taylor and what's the tight end's name? Uh, Oliver. Oliver. So I think those are the only two need picks they took, and it was Lyman. I, mean, I think you could argue that Taylor wasn't need. I think that was it was a need, but that was also was met with best definitely available. best available at that point. I think it was both. Yeah, that was which, both. Which is I think it was awesome. both. Yeah, because it also because uh, Marone talked about it. It started that tackle run. Right. Yeah, that was funny about the draft is we kind of talked about this on live. It's like. Even before the draft started, we're like, look, for, watch for the runs. Like, watch for a player go, and then a run of players. When we took Taylor, you saw Risner go, you saw Cody Ford go, you saw all these guys, all these tackles and linemen get taken. So we lucked out on that, I think. Yeah, we got a a, a really good offensive lineman at that point. But it, does it concern you at all that Tom Coughlin refuses to like acknowledge the fact that the league's changed over the past twenty five years? And it's just die hard. We're going to be a run team. I mean, dude, I'm a little concerned about that at this point, especially when we're banking everything on Fournette being the stud. I mean, let me ask you this. Did you think when they signed Nick Foles that going into the draft, they were going to try and assemble a team that was going to score 45 points a game? I didn't, but I figured they would have given him a little more like options. I mean, Foles is the kind of guy that you would, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Uh, to me, I'm with Joey. It seems like Foles is the kind of guy that you bring in when you're trying to score 45 points a game. Yeah. Like if you're trying to just do what they've always done, you don't pay all that money to a guy who throws it 50 times a game. You bring in a guy like Tyrod Taylor. You bring in a guy that can manage a game really well. You don't bring in a guy that that is a gunslinger. That, that's just my. Th- I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Would you classify Foles as a gunslinger? Well, he throws it over 50 times a game almost every game. He's yeah, not, but he's how not he a... throws it is is not. Ben Roethlisberger. I agree, but he still throws a lot. He still throws a lot. He's not a handoff guy. He's not a play action guy. He's a drop back out of shotgun, check down, or go over the top guy. But even more importantly, though, we didn't. We have nobody that catches the ball in the backfield from a running running back standpoint. We got a tight end that. I mean, Rawls maybe. I don't know. You've said before that you think Fournette. Is capable I of think doing that. It's capable. Okay, so let's talk Will about he? that. So maybe, maybe that's the hinge yeah. point of everything. So that should be a, that is a the focal point. point I agree. Fournette definitely has that capability and has shown that he's very, very good at that. He's very, very good at everything if his head's in the game and he's not hurt. So, I mean, really, everything is based around the fact that Coughlin is that type of GM, a run guy, win it in the trenches, and we have a first-round running back that could be the best ever, it's all on him, pretty much, man. I mean, other stuff's going to open it up. We should have, like, short fields, all that. We can get into that later. But it really is on Fournette's shoulders, unfortunately. And that scares the living crap out of me. Can we talk about Josh Allen? Please. <laughs> that was a, the, the worst response to that ever. <laughs> to be honest, like, I was just like, man, we've talked about Fournette enough. And I just was like, I'm out. Do you not disagree, though? That, like, they're I relying... hope Fournette's good. I don't know what he's going to do. But no one does. Everything's revolving around him, though. No. You don't think so? I mean, we have no receivers, but how how do we have an offense? He's right, he's the best player on offense. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to revolve around him. Too. When he's healthy, he's the best player. When he's player healthy, offense. when he's when he's healthy. But right. outside of that, how do we have an offense at this point? Well, offensive line looks really good now. Sure, it does. Yeah, if, if healthy. But yeah. I mean, that, that's true with every yeah. team in every position. Right. Offensive line looks good. Quarterback looks good. Fournette looks good. 
receivers are up in the air. All right, move on then. Josh Allen, what are y'all's thoughts on Josh Allen? Let me say this. Jalen Ram- the Jalen Ramsey selection by the Jacksonville Jaguars was my all-time favorite Jaguar draft pick and probably will be forever, unless for some reason like we luck out and get Trevor Lawrence in a couple years or something like that. The Josh Allen pick, my second favorite wow. Jaguar wow. pick. I just, I, th- I mean, it was like the, the stars aligned, and we got third best player in the entire draft at seven. Uh, I can't wait to see him suit up and play. I was talking to Jason like before you got here, and we were way too harsh on that draft pick at the live event. Right. So, <clears throat> myself, solely because we, I just wanted him to go offense at that point. I know the guy's unbelievable, but seeing him, like his reaction to coming here, the guy is pumped to be here. Like, he was actually at the beach on Saturday with his kid, going down the beach, like, talking to people, like, people we know, asking them, hey, I want to live at the beach. This is great. Like, find me a place to rent until I buy a house. Like, he is as bought in on Jacksonville as you could be. And the guy's, he, he is. He's, he's, he's a 10-year a Hall of Fame-type player. Never missed a game at Kentucky. Very happy with it at this point. 17 and a half sacks, I think. This past season at Kentucky in the SEC, going against some of the best offensive linemen in the country, some of the best offenses in the country. I mean, he was the SEC, SEC defensive, defensive player, player of the year. year. I mean, that includes Alabama. That's huge. That's that's Auburn. That's Alabama. That's Georgia. That's A and M. I mean, it's Florida. That's those are the the major programs in the country, and he got defensive player of the year. I mean, I just think. The pass rusher, you just can't have enough of them. And the fact that we have him, and just think about if there's anything that's remotely close to third and long, however you define that, third and five and beyond, you're going to have a defensive line of Yannick Ngakwe, uh, Marcel Darius, Calais Campbell, and now Josh Allen. Oh, man, that's scary. That's ridiculous. Okay, so initially I was pretty tough on the pick, and I'll justify why. I... I'm a strong believer that if you're picking in the top 10, you need, it's because your team was bad, because your team was not good. If you're picking in the top 10, I think you should draft a guy that will play 100% of the snaps. If not 100, you can maybe talk me into 80. Okay, you can maybe talk me into 80. When we drafted Josh Allen, I didn't really think about the potential of him playing the base 4-3 outside linebacker as, a, as an option. Did you hear his take on that? I mean, I'm sure he's going to want to do it. No, I, mean, I mean, he says he can do it. Of course he says that. What's he going to I mean, say? He I'm not able to. I, you know, I mean, I, I'm with you. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear that he thinks he can do it. I'm, don't get me wrong. But I just, that's, that's an option. And, and, and here's what I'll say. He, not only was he the SEC Defensive Player of the Year, he won the Nagurski Award, which means he was the best defensive player award in the country. Like, it was, it was beyond SEC. 17 sacks, 5 forced fumbles, 21 and a half tackles for loss. Here's the thing, though. He, I watched, admittedly, I admitted, I didn't watch a lot of film on Josh Allen because I didn't think he would fall to Exactly, us, right? I mean, who would have? Was... But I watched a lot of film on him, and he is a speed guy, a speed rusher. He'll beat you to the edge. He'll beat you around the corner. He's so fast, he'll beat the tackle to behind the quarterback, change direction, and then get to him. He's that fast. But he didn't show on film a move where he could come back inside. He didn't show on film where he could bull rush somebody. 
And he only had a couple plays where he was impactful in zone coverage. Does that mean he can't do it? No. But he hasn't shown it. And he got a lot of sacks because he beat a lot of slow tackles to the edge. And I think I'm still, I'm choosing to be optimistic. I, I think he could be really good in our defense. And if he can flourish as an outside linebacker, that's great. Because we had talked about how linebacker was a huge need going into this draft. Dude, if you were happy with Taven Bryan as a pick, I mean, I know it's, it's different positions. You gotta be happy you're taking him because the knock on Taven Bryan was, hey, tons of upside potential, wasn't coached right, project. Okay, the knock on this guy is what you just said is like, but Taven Bryan wasn't was taken well. at 29 and Josh Allen was taken at seven. Yeah, but this guy did put up the numbers in college in the same yes. division, and his knock is like, hey, you did not have great coaching, and we even asked he, him about it. Like he, but he, he, he also say that he put up those huge numbers in college playing the exact same position as Johnny Kingakwe. So and Gakwe didn't in, have a fantastic year last didn't. year, but most fans would would agree that he's the future at the end. Do you? Th- well, we'll see, right? I hope, and we all hope. Fowler's gone, so we, he better be. But we're looking at probably Avery Jones and Taven Bryan playing every snap that Josh Allen doesn't. Am I wrong? Right. That that's probably correct. Right. You move Campbell inside on third and oh, long. I think Bryan. Right, so Bri- it's got to be Brian. I would hope so. Right, I, I mean, mean yeah, it's not it's it's better be. Well, those two guys will will probably hold down it, and then on on passing downs, nickel formations, you put Allen on the on the edge, the seven technique, uh, the nine technique, and then you put you move Campbell into the five technique or the three technique. But I still think if Allen doesn't play outside linebacker, he plays less than fifty percent of snaps. Well, he's supposed to be Fowler's replacement. Right, which he, and, and Fowler, Fowler played, played we, 60? No, Fowler 60? only played 44. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, in the year that he in the year he went off, 2 years ago, he played less than 40. So, but again, you think about a guy like this that's coming in with fresh legs, and that was the year that we had all the turnovers. That was the year we had all the pressures. Yeah. That year we went deep into the playoffs. I mean, we replaced Fowler with a guy who is a good locker room dude and is probably yeah. as capable. And Fowler, maybe not as like aggressive and nasty, but faster. And so. Allen has shown he like he can force fumbles the way Ngakwe does. Yeah. And that's nice to have on your team. And that's what we missed last year, man. I mean, again, with the offense that we have, with what they've decided to like piece together for it, we're going to have to have that. We said, you know, a big knock on the defense last year, and really besides the offense's lack of ability to score points, the defense's problem was they could not rush the quarterback. They, didn't, they couldn't pressure the quarterback like they did two years ago. I mean, if you look at the numbers... From 2017 to 2018, there was major drop-offs there. There's, there was, significantly. So I think this brings them back to looking more like 2017 Jags defense. And, and I'm all for that. That, w- that was super fun to watch. And uh, I just think, you know, I understand, Jason, what you're saying, that you, you want a guy, if you're drafting that high, that's going to play 100%. But I think also you have a rare opportunity when you draft that high to get an elite talent an elite talent. And I think when you have that opportunity, you have to take them rather than bypass that for someone who's a lesser talent that's going to play more. And uh, I think that's the route they went. They went with getting the best guy that they that was on the board for them. No one thought in a million years it would be Allen. Thank you, Giants and Bucks and Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> especially Raiders. Took a guy in the same position. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think it was, it was very reminiscent 
of Ramsey falling to the Jags at five. It had the same feel to it. You're just watching this name that's still on the board and going, no, it can't happen. It can't happen. And then lo and behold, it does. So um, does it bother you? Because Ramsey plays corner and I love Ramsey. Nothing about Ramsey bothers me. I I agree. But, but we would all agree that GMs put a higher priority on defensive ends than corners. Does it bother you that six teams passed on him? No, it Not, doesn't because because really only really three teams did. Yeah, only three teams. Or, yeah, look at the teams that what they picked. Well, I mean, like I wouldn't consider Arizona passing on them on him. I wouldn't consider even the next two teams uh, that took Bosa and Quinn Williams passing on him because they took guys that are on the same level. Yeah. I, I would put them all three in the same category. The Raiders. I mean, my I mean, I don't, is that passing or is that just being stupid? No, it's, it's, it's not. It's not Al Davis though. It's, it's still a typical Mayock, Raiders pick, but it's man. Gruden and Mayock though. It's, Everybody's staring at each other, going like, "This guy's people. not even in my top fifty players. Like, who is this guy?" No, I mean, people knew who they took. They, they, uh, they were expecting him in the twenties, not four overall. Yeah, I mean, I saw him in the teens, but it's splitting hairs. Yeah, yeah. And then but, the Giants. I mean, come on. <laughs> Literally, they took that guy's yeah. a quarterback, and then their running back yeah. goes out and gets shot the night of the draft. Oh, that's too soon. It's not too soon. It happened. I like Daniel Jones. I like Daniel Jones. I know you always have. I always have a Daniel you, Jones. You could have got him at second round. People maybe. say that, but if you really like him, you you can't. I mean, if they like him, get him. Exactly. And, and exactly. I'm, I'm glad they did because it hey. worked out for the Jets. Yeah. Go Giants. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say six teams pass someone. I would say. I would say the Raiders, I mean, and the Bucks did. And that's I it. mean, the Bucks took the, a linebacker over him. Right. And I know he's not a linebacker, and that's, it's tricky. We get into formations, we get into schemes, but Devin White's more of an interior linebacker. But, I mean, they took him over him. I mean, the Bucks could have, the Bucks valued Devin White over Josh Allen. Most the Raiders people- valued. Clellan Farrell over Josh Allen. I, I love Josh Allen, but it's just like, it just kind of bothers me a little bit. You're looking at two horrible franchises, though. In, in, in the past, like, 10 years. Well, I agree. But with that being said, it's not like the Patriots passed on him. Well, and the, and what good move has Gruden made since he's been there? No, I mean... Has he made a solid move besides like clearing cap space? He's like tanking for Vegas. <laughs> he's clearing cap space yeah. right now, though. Yeah, he, he's he getting is. slot uh, machine money. <laughs> I mean, okay, so here, here's my biggest, and this is, and this will sum up my Josh Allen feelings. And this is, and, and I do apologize for being a little pessimistic because I was, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm scarred, I'm, I'm burnt I, from I, the Jags. I hear you. I am, and and, but here's my only issue is, too many times for the last two years, I've sat in the stands, and said, audibly to everyone around me, if the defense doesn't score, we will not win this game. For the last two years, I'm so tired of saying that. I hate that feeling. I love having a good defense. I love it more than anybody. I'm a defensive guy through and through. But I hate saying if the defense doesn't score, no, we're not going to score. Let me ask you this, because I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I've been in the stands, this, and not only that, but it's just it's kind of boring at times when you know your offense isn't going to do anything, especially watching it live. Who are they going to get? That was going to make that happen this year. I think Hawkinson could have given the Jags offense a huge boost. How? Okay, let me ask you this then. Is he, we'll say roughly, 64 picks better than the tight end that they got in the third round? I think 
Is he Hawkins? that much? Is I think that he much is. better? And I is could, that much of a talent? I could yeah. be wrong, and no one knows now. Sure, but I think that he is because he is a good run blocker and a really good ride. He was probably the best run blocking tight end and the best receiving tight end in the draft. And he went one pick after the Jags. He definitely went to the next team yeah, that, that was picking. He that definitely same was. Team, that same team. Yeah, drafted I know. The they took the Ebron. I know. I know. But that was also a different front office, and and it's just. I don't know, man. Like, it, Hawkinson would have given this offense such a boost. And, like, we're still going into the season with just. I, do you feel good about the receiving options Foles has? Okay, well, here, I, I want to jump in here. You're not allowed. I'm just I was kidding. on the Hawkinson train. <laughs> we were having a great conversation. <laughs> going on. Back and forth. I happening. forgot you were here, yeah. Jody. <laughs> I was on the Hawkinson train from day one. And I was super not happy about the fact that not only did we not take him, but he went the pick after us. But. After looking back on it, thinking about things, when we made our run, we had short field positions. We had players that put us in those positions. We had guys healthy that are going to be back healthy this year. And we had a quarterback that couldn't quite do it all the time. So if Allen and Taylor help us be that exact same team, but with Nick Foles, then it really doesn't matter who he's thrown to because Bortles did it with the same crew. So if that happens, then they made the right call. And I think that's what they're basing it off on. Still would have liked Hawkinson, but I mean, if we had gotten him, nothing else would have transpired after that. Who knows what the draft would have been like. So I'm being pessimistically, op- what, optimistic? Is that how it goes? Pessimistic? That, no, that's I don't know. cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic? optimistic? Yeah. I don't know. I think that could work because it did two years ago and we've got better players. I still like it. I thought they were going to go defense. I didn't think it would be Allen, but I thought they were going to get the best available player. And to me, that was a defensive player just because that's how the draft was this year. It was heavy on defense, especially on the line. So I like it. Um, I like the idea of getting a tight end in the third round a whole heck of a lot better than I like getting him seventh overall. And I just don't see that a disparity in talent between the, those two players that would justify getting Hawkinson at seven instead of a third round. I just, that's just me. And again, like Jason said, we won't know the answer to that question for really a, a few years. But to me, the the only way that the Lions made the right pick at getting Hawkinson at eight is if he is Rob Gronkowski. Anything less of that, and I think it was it was too soon. I mean, I mean maybe maybe Kelsey. Yeah, but I mean, Kelsey's not really known for his run blocking he's as much, in the right? Too though. Yeah, I mean, it's so uh, I th- I think we're we we do, we do have to remember going into this year that we have Nick Foles as a quarterback, and I, and I I don't think that can be overstated enough right now. It, I I just don't see in the first round, especially in the top in, with the seventh pick, a guy that was going to just transform the offense. I just don't, there was a it, with every single wide receiver that was drafted. I mean, I, I didn't watch every round, but the first three rounds, every time a wide receiver's name was called, I was just like, eh. You know, I yeah. mean, I'm not bummed that we don't have this guy. You know what I mean? It just, it didn't seem like that. Maybe Nikhil here was the only one that would have been cool if he had dropped, but I don't, I don't think we would have taken him. I think we would have gotten Taylor still. So it like, just didn't seem like there was, there was any of those players this year that would have come in and just, just boosted our offense to a whole nother level. So I'm glad they went with who they got. The only guy I would have liked to see us take is instead of Quincy Williams from Murray State. They could have drafted Riley Ridley from Georgia, who's Calvin Ridley's brother, and is a really good receiver in my opinion. I feel like if they would have brought him into this receiving core, I mean, you're looking at your five being, 
you know, your fifth guy being Keelan Cole at that point, which is where we should be, honestly. But now we don't have a fifth receiver. Our fourth receiver is Keelan Cole. Our third is Chris Conley, who nobody wanted. Our second is coming off of an ACL, and our first has never been a one or two in his life. So I just feel like we're running into some issues here at wide receiver. And Nick Foles, who's been a guy surrounded by talent his entire career, who knows how he's going to be now. You know, I know he's a good quarterback, but he's never been in, in such a talent-deprived team since he's been in the league. You know, even when he was with Chip Kelly, he had way more talent and speed around him than he does now. So, I don't know. But do, do you guys know? Do you guys know anything about Josh Oliver, the tight end they took? I did a little research about him today. He's got a pretty interesting story. Why don't you tell us? Okay, he was actually. I mean, I know what it is, but for our listeners, yeah, 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 yeah that. <laughs> so just before we go any further, Josh Allen, 6'5", 260. Jawan Taylor, 6'5", 310. Josh Oliver, 6'5", 250. Oh, some big boys. 250? Yeah. Oh, wow. Some big boys. Hey, yeah. didn't, was it, didn't you say that Taylor like took weight off when he oh, went to yeah. Florida? Oh, so yeah. He was like 380 when okay, he went so to Florida. He, he can put some more yeah. weight on if he oh, wants it, Oh, that, that was great. The, all the rumors about his injuries and weight fluctuations in college. Yeah. His weight fluctuations was he came in fat and lost yeah. weight. That was his weight <laughs> and, fluctuation. And his knee, his knee injury was his sophomore Wait, so he, year. So he recovered. worked out and he ate right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I know. It was, and it was, his knee injury he completely recovered from and played a whole year with no, no issues. So, I mean. But it was, yeah. quote, weight fluctuations yeah. when it came. But anyways. So, Josh Oliver um, was... He went into San Jose State as a D-end. And then as a freshman, he, uh, he played a little wide receiver in high school. So you're saying Josh Allen could be a tight end. <laughs> I, I like, like where, it. I like yeah. where you're going here. Yeah. We're picking up what you're putting down. But I like it. So freshman year, all the tight ends get hurt. He comes in, has like seven catches his freshman year. Actually, it was like it was the sophomore year. Because so, he was redshirt his freshman year. So then he... So then he stayed at tight end, and the next year he had 35 catches. So he went from he went from seven to 35, and then his next year, which is senior, five times as many. Joey. He had 56 I'll catches. Four, but thanks. Led the team within four touchdowns, and uh, he was a really good receiver. And so every year he's like multi- exponentially added receptions to his career total. So he's only been in tight end for. Three years is what I'm telling Doesn't you. Doesn't San Jose State play both ways, though, because they can't roster enough players? <laughs> that may be true. <laughs> but uh, he was the, uh, what, what, I don't even know what conference they're in. Um, <laughs> exactly. The, the, whatever they're in, whatever <laughs> conference they're in, he was the tight end. He was the first team all tight end. And he, was a, he, he wasn't a tight end, though, is what I'm saying. So if the pattern continues, he's Rob Gronkowski next year. There I mean, go. if he's that athletic, yeah. I mean, you look I thought at- you were going to say Matt Jones. <laughs> that would have been awesome. He's our next I Matt wish, Jones. I wish. I wish. Hey, Matt Jones without the issues, I'd take it. But <laughs> then he ceases to be Matt Jones. With that being said, though, I mean, a lot of the great tight ends were basketball players. And then they step in at the last minute and start playing football and tight ends. So, I mean, if he's that athletic and can pull that off, I mean, that's very impressive. This is a quote from a West Coast scout for AFC team. Okay. Are you with me? West Coast AFC team. Yeah. Did that AFC team draft before us? We don't know who it was. Okay. It's, quote, I had him as my sleeper this summer, but he just put too much on tape to stay a sleeper. He can work in the slot, but he needs to get better as a blocker so he can stay on the field every down. We haven't had a slot tight end in 
How long? Ever. Ever. Ever? Never. Like, really? Well, I mean, yeah. Do you count Ernest Wilford? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was pretty much a slot. Well, then, then wide receiver, him. tight yeah. end, yeah. Yeah. So that's the only one. So uh, I'm excited about Josh Oliver, but I think you might have been able to get him later than, the, than they did. I, I'm always, I don't know. I don't know what it is about a draft when, you're, when your team suddenly has seven players that have never played a snap in the NFL that makes you so optimistic. And like four of those seven are going to be starting. Right. But for some reason, like I look at this lineup, I'm like, man, we're going to be good. All this. You know, it's like everything's changed. Oh, since since last I week. I think part of that though is that we were getting so many people back healthy next year. We yeah, were yeah. decimated and, last year by injuries, and, and re- people forget that. I yeah, it's true. It's huge. But and what I when this is, I think to Joey's point earlier, what I love about every single one of the guys that they drafted, these guys are going to be pros. They are not going to be guys that cause headaches. They want to come to Jacksonville. They want to work. They want to win. And it just seems like there is. Uh, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself and, you know, I, I'm a fan. Look, I'm going to be optimistic. It's April. Why not? Uh, but it just seems like this group is going to be solid in the locker room as well as solid on the field, as well as solid in the community. And that that excites me, if nothing else. I mean, you, you, that's a great point because they set the tone with Foles. And I think they ever paid him partly because they needed that locker room cohesion. And he's that guy. I mean, that's his M.O. Like, he's going to bring that if he brings nothing else and then their draft picks, Josh Allen is that guy. I mean, it's proven like there's nothing wrong with it. He's no character issues whatsoever all the way throughout the draft. I mean, you look at the, the running back, what, uh, what we call him? Ryquil. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Ryquil okay. Armstead. I mean, I'm calling him Nyquil. Yeah. Cause so he knocks people out. That quote alone. Did you hear what he said? Trademark. Like he, he said, he's 220 pounds. And he said, I, I love to be there and I'm going to come in and run angry. Can you get like any better it. than that? Come on, dude. Run angry. We like it. Yeah. Bring it. I mean, they, they set the tone with that. They're trying to change the locker room. And I think that's probably part of the problem with Telvin. Like, that, that's an issue. Like, what's going to happen there? Great. Well, do we have any Twitter questions addressing that by any chance before, yeah. before I step on anyone's toes? I was going to talk about Ryquil Armstead just a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead, everybody. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. I did watch some film on Ryquil Armstead and I wanted to at least prove that I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> every big play he had was on the same play outside zone. Okay. So every play he every play he had was out a shotgun. So that's good because we're a shotgun team now. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. Yep. But we're a shotgun team now. Every play Temple played was out a shotgun, and every big play Reichel Armstead had was out of outside zone, which means he basically sweeps in front of the quarterback and then runs off of the outside shoulder of the tackle. So either direction. It's, well, good thing we got a tackle in the second round. That's, that's really what good. I'm saying. And, and not to mention, Jawan Taylor is one of the best run-blocking tackles. In, it's almost like a puzzle. It's all working together. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it's like a puzzle. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, but he, he's a one-cut back. So he basically puts his foot in the dirt and gets upfield, kind of like uh, TJ Yeldon. I know we already have another TJ Yeldon. And, um, uh, but he's like TJ Yeldon without being able to catch the ball in the backfield, though, right? I didn't, kind of knock see, on him. I didn't see any plays with him catching. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what I've heard is that like he literally has never caught a ball in his entire life. Yeah. So don't expect that. Uh, no questions about that, so. Okay. Well, that's good intel on uh, old Ryquil, Nyquil. Old Ryquil. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the running backs. I think that's, you know, check that box. But from Temple, on. though? Yeah, I mean, you know, what was it, the fifth round? Yeah. So I'm okay with that. But Temple's in Indiana, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right. I knew that. 
can we talk about our sixth our sixth round I knew something <laughs> our sixth round pick and my favorite player in the draft yes please not just no no not just my favorite player the Jaguars drafted yeah in the draft my favorite player in the draft sixth round pick number 178 overall quarterback out of Washington State Gardner Minshew the second like how we call I'm him glad you're not our GM. GM. Yeah. <laughs> I love this guy. Love this guy. Are you kidding me? 70.7% completion rating in does college. A, does he have a quick release? He has a great release. He threw for 4,700 yards, 38 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. That works. I have to agree with Jason on this one in the regard that he's interesting. Like, severely so. I mean, the... I love backstories. The guy went through like three different like junior colleges, two different like colleges, was about to quit and just become a coach because apparently his football IQ is like off the chart. And I really think he's going to actually end up winning the backup quarterback job. I hope so. No, not hope. He's going to. He's going to. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Let me just tell you this guy, probably have food in my mouth, but it's I'm right. so excited. This guy. Already has a picture in the Jacksonville Jaguar shirt in jorts. And his quads yeah, he's are so fat <laughs> that the jorts only go halfway down his leg. I was like, he looks like a bro from the Ritz, except <laughs> for the fact that his quads are rippling through his jorts. Beach so, yeah. Bar Bortles is now Beach Bar Minshew. And I guarantee you, you will see that stash bouncing from bar to bar in the near future. I think he has the potential to learn behind foals and do quite well, but his arm strength is questionable. Noodle arm. Yeah. I just realized with the dra- with that pick, how obsessed Jaguar fans are with having a cool quarterback on the team. <laughs> like they they could care less if he even had an arm. We and need just the fact that he's cool, they're like, this guy's awesome. We I, need someone to replace yeah. Blake. Oh, Bortles is yesterday's news. I <laughs> yeah. mean, he's gone. Like People could care less, couldn't care any less that he's, uh, he's out of here. But it's much better he's our backup but, than it, our starter. I'm though. just reading everything. Like, these people love this dude. They all do. because he's wearing George and he's got quads. <laughs> and he's got a mustache. <laughs> a mustache. You know? Yeah, the mustache. What's the name? Yeah. Gardner Minshew? It's an ama- listen, yeah. I, I like the guy. too. Sounds I'm like not, an author, I'm, I'm not a quarterback. I'm like, man, we love ourselves some cool quarterbacks. Yeah, we it's do. like we're in high school again. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. How we much do. does he weigh? Because he looks like he weighs about 140 pounds. How uh, tall is he, too? He's, let's look at his, look. Let's look look his, uh, intang- like his actual tangibles. Let's see that. Can we just can we just say right I now? I read you his stats. Can we invite him onto our podcast? I thought about it. I'm going to. He would come. Yeah. I think he would. Yeah. I think he'd be that guy. I'm going to. I went to Ford Juco. I'm going to reach out Absolutely, I'll do your podcast. I'm going to reach out to him. So. Jags fans, if you're listening to this, at Gardner Minshew, he's on Twitter, and say, get on another Jags pod. Blow him up. Blow him up. Blow him up. Blow him up. Tell him this is where you want to hear from him, and we'll, and we'll get him on. I mean, we've got salsa chips and hummus tonight. So, I mean, come on, Gardner. If you've never a brand mixed, new 65-inch television. If you've never mixed hummus and salsa, and I told Joey this, and he still hasn't done it. I still so haven't, because we've actually been on the podcast, but and I don't want to be eating. If you haven't like mixed salsa and hummus together, you are missing out on life. Okay, he, yeah, that seems delicious. He's 6'1", 225. 6'1"? 225. All right. He's way bigger than he looks. So he's... Well, a, I mean, I'd say at least 125 of that is just in his thighs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> his quads <laughs> and honestly, yeah. are big. I would cut off every pair of, sh- pair of shorts I ever bought if my quads were I would wear shorts all the time. Yeah, I'd yeah. just walk around in my whitey tighties. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So six... I mean, yeah. Not bad. So... Do you think he's a guy if Foles goes down? Which I mean, yes. it happens. He's gonna. I, he can Kester step in and go fifty-fifty in the games that he has to pick yeah. up. Yeah, 
I mean, it would financially, if nothing else, it makes sense. And that's he all. We, that's all we need. No, because I mean, Cody Kessler was not going to do that. That was proven. I mean, to be fair, he didn't. Cody Kessler played with the most injured ragtag scrub team I've ever seen. You will back up a quarterback that you like until death's door. Dude, I, I'm not going to look. I put the time in, man. If a guy's bad, I'm going to call a spade a spade. If a guy's good, I'm going to defend him. I could be wrong, but I can only tell you what I've seen. And Cody Kessler is a very accurate quarterback, and he might get cut from the Jags, but he'll get on somewhere else. Right. Guarantee that. Well, right I'll now. throw this out there, and this is not my take. This is Denny's take from Sports Den. Going to give credit where credit's due. I was a huge Will Greer fan. Was very disappointed we didn't take him in the third round when we could have. Um, his take is that Gardner Minshew is the exact same quarterback as Greer, but smarter. I don't know about that. What does Denny know same about quarterbacks? Denny know about, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I think look. he is actually. <laughs> look, I mean, look, I just think you like Will Greer because he went to Florida. I don't think you like him because of no, what he, he actually. He was Florida for like two games. I mean, he tanked our program for like a year and a half. Two games, he was there for like seven, and he went like six and one in those seven games. Regardless. All the Gator fans love them. I, I, no, I, he, it's like I'm a West Virginia fan. I just like him, his attitude. I like his intangibles. I like his devotion, his commitment, his studying the game. His character, and yeah, I think he would be a great backup quarterback. And if this guy is that guy plus a little bit, then great. Yeah, I agree. I think Gardner Minshew and and uh, Will Greer are the same guy. I agree. Then we just got one a whole lot cheaper. Exactly, exactly. and we exactly. took him and two I'm, rounds. Later. And I wonder why Joey likes him so much because you could have gotten that guy in the sixth round. So let me ask you. I mean, what do you, what Jason? All right, do you like the Quincy Williams pick? Uh, I didn't until I watched film. And you've now, got to watch that highlight that, video. Yeah, yeah, that that highlight video was kind of nasty. He looks like um, he looks like literally like a Terrell Suggs. Uh, I was gonna say like a hmm. That's big. He, you know who? You know who he reminds me of? Uh, I can't remember his first name. His last name's Alford. He plays for the Falcons. He's the dude that hurt Marquise Lee. He goes out there just like missling people. You can't like, stand that guy. I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's on your team. You love on your guy. team, yeah. he's a beast because he like, like he lays the wood when he's coming down the line of scrimmage. When he's coming downhill, you know what we've been talking about this so while. I think we should post that on our Twitter. One hundred percent, we will. Good. All right, we have a fine. we have a YouTube question. This is from Zach Jones, Ooh. and he says, <laughs> "You guys aren't going to know this." He says, "What do you guys think of the undrafted free agent safety Zed Woods? I think he's got a shot to make the team." Plus, apparently running the fastest 40 at the Combine. Actually, I think I might have a comment on this. Let's if, go, if Joey. You, if you, yeah, yeah, so give me a second. I got to look something up real quick. Oh, uh, you mean like I'll, his I'll, name? I'll, I'll buy you some time here. <laughs> I actually looked up, I looked at all the names of the 21 undrafted free agent signings, and I started to like really look at it. And I said, why am I doing this? You know, what are we going to get one guy off of this thing? Maybe yeah, I remember, remember that. last year, yeah, the wide receiver, Alan Lazard, Alan Lazard, <laughs> and it was all the rage. Alan yeah. Lazard, everyone told him, dude, he did yeah. nothing. Yeah. He did, we, we got a Keelan Cole once, we got Alan Hearns, and everyone thinks that we're going to find that every year. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So the, the only reason to pay any attention to perhaps this guy is because of the position he plays, because safety is still a question mark. I, I was really surprised we only signed one tight end. I thought there would have been maybe more because uh, that, you know, is still a little questionable, I think. And not a lot of, I mean, there was a, a few wide receivers, but yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I started looking, I said, why, you know, why? I think you could still see a trade for a tight end because 
I'm frantically Googling this guy's name and I can't even find anything about him. And you know, really quick, as you mentioned, I have to give you credit big time because about a month ago, we're talking weeks ago, Jason mentioned on this podcast about the possibility and really the fact that the Jags should pursue a trade for Kyle Rudolph from the Vikings. Now, lo and behold, you're hearing it all over Jacksonville media yeah. from every outlet yeah. that that's what they're saying they should do. He's uh, almost left. I mean, and I'm serious. The first person to say that, and it was weeks ago. Yeah. I agree. Uh, how, how about literally during the season when I said Kyler Murray's be the first pick? And I mean, everyone was like, he's still going to play point. baseball. And I said Kyler Murray's be the first pick. And then what happened? Talking about Kyle Rudolph, though, are you? No, no, I'm saying. Yeah, he's he's it, he's. I'm gloating. Yeah, he's. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm saying, why are you surprised? Oh, so you're soaking that up and yeah. adding to oh, it. Yeah. Oh, I get it. My yeah, bad. Yeah. Actually, uh, hey, I would do the exact same thing. Wait, he said Zed Woods. Zed Woods. I was looking up the wrong name. Okay. That's why. Okay, sorry. Let me relook. That's up why Zed Google Woods. did not work. Zed's dead, baby. Yeah. Zed's dead. Actually, that was not the hot take that I had. So you continue, and then I'll I'll throw in there. So Zed Woods on a Google search brings up Zed Zed Woods. Bengaluru Kanataka in Japan. Okay. In case anybody was wondering. Followed by Zed Woods Luxury Apartments in Bang- Bangalore. I've heard that's the go-to spot there. <laughs> no deposit. <laughs> Braves beat your Padres, Joey. So you thought, you know. Shocker. All right, so since we know nothing about that guy, let me go to another... Like, you talk and I'll look some stuff up. And I'll undrafted okay, rookie that we did pick up that, for my South Florida source, this thing is going to be somebody who makes a team and pushes Keenan for that last spot as a wide receiver. Keenan. And that would be Tyree Brady from Marshall. a dollar for every time you mispronounced Keelan Cole's name, I would... Be a rich man. Keenan Cole? Who's that? Keelan Cole. That's how much I care about him at this point. Is how <laughs> awful he was last year. He's lucky I'm even talking about him right now. The reason I'm talking about him is because he's going to get replaced by this guy. He's uh, 6'3", 211. Uh, Tyree it? Brady. Tyree Brady. Where's he's he out from? of Marshall. Started off at a D1 school. Had character issues. Not unlike another great wide receiver that we all know. And this guy is from South Florida. He got kicked out of Miami as well. So... Character issues there a little bit, but he's made his way back, had no issues at Marshall, and this guy's the potential to make the squad and just not be a special teams player. So, you heard it here. Tyree Brady. I'm going to give that take a D-plus as far as and God, accuracy. Man, six months from now? I'm not afraid to give a letter grade. Six months from now? <laughs> this is going to be great. All right, Zach Jones, I, I promise you I will do some research on Zed Woods and get back with you next week. I know nothing. I can't even find Google stuff about him. So, I think that that just answered the question. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to find. But, I, I, hey, you may know the guy. He, you may be him. And if you are, I promise to do some research and I will get back with you fully informed because uh, I do my research. Uh, not always in enough time for the podcast, but I promise I will do it. Do you really think he's listening right now? Well, he did on YouTube live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is off topic. <laughs> I know you're, Jason lives on Twitter. Are you on? You're not on Twitter, are you? You're no. not on Twitter at all. I, I, I don't like, I don't like For everyone out there, you need to follow. And if you don't, you really need to follow. Nature is scary. It is, it is one of the that best. fantastic. Follow. I'm watching a dude right now cut a whole beehive out of the ceiling in his living room and our they're, just, own they're pod- swarming him our own podcast might not might or might not get me on there but that could yeah i'm telling you it's sweet there there, there was a gazelle getting getting trying to hide behind like an suv in this uh 
Cheetah came up and just owned him. Did we pick them up as a sponsor and I didn't realize it? Or that that one's for free tonight. That was a heck of a play. That was for free. Those tweets actually um, are. I now that you've mentioned that and you talk about what it is, I've seen that they actually take all of their content from a subreddit called Nature Is Effing Lit. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going with the G-rated version. Yeah, let's go with the clean version of that. Yeah. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Good backstory. It's good though. You need to follow it. Especially, I mean, because you know, you always watch the stuff on like nature channels, and they they show right up to the kill, and then they you know pan over to the bushes. Have you, you know, seen um, our planet nuts. on? Um, yeah, I have. That's two good. episodes. Uh, you watch it in 4K. I don't. Have 4K. I can now. now 1080p. That change. Yeah. Nope. nope. I've almost that, watched uh, it 4K changes it now. Do I have 4K? No, I don't. 4K changes. There's it. only like six things you can watch in 4K. But I've had 4K yeah. for about a week, and um, as an experienced 4K player now, <laughs> I, can, I gotta tell you, it changes. I, the I game. can't imagine because even on 1080p, it doesn't look real. I no, mean, like, it's there's, insane. Like, like, there's no way that water is that blue. No, it's it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's a it's a cool show. But even on there, you know, they'll like they'll show a chase, and then oh, the wolf went made a wrong turn. I can't do the guy's voice. I'm not going to, but he's way cooler sounding yeah. than me. Anyway, I was just watching these bees in this guy's <laughs> ceiling. It's crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. I fell asleep. What was that? Listen, you would like it, Joey. I'm telling you. I would love it. Yeah. But I mean, that's way too much. Any thoughts on seventh round pick number nope. 235 overall, Dontavius Russell, D-tackle out of Auburn? No, I don't think he makes a team. I mean, Auburn had a good defense, but I've never heard of him. If I'm, if I'm still on the board available in the seventh round, I, I'm crossing my fingers that I don't get drafted. Let me, let me. Let me pick my pick team. Pick where I want to go. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Is that worth $400,000 to you? You're guaranteed that regardless if you make that's the team or not? That's about the difference. Regardless if you make the team. Yeah. Really? Oh, that's a good question. Then no, not. absolutely not. Yeah. Because some of those guys will never get picked up or be yeah. practice squad players. So Because you could get cut if you get drafted and still make another team, I guess. you know. But I just don't see where the spot... For- I, that, that pick, I was kind of like. What? So what you're saying is he doesn't want to be a Jaguar, so he doesn't fit. No, so he There's he no him to fit. He basically plays Darius's position, so he's basically Marcel Darius, but a seventh round pick version of him. Who's going to be gone next year? So I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. But just to give people an idea, that's what he is. He basically he's called a two gap player, and what that means is that he lines up in the one technique or the shade, which is right on top of the center, and he punches the center with both hands. And his goal is to, it's called reading the running back. If the running back comes through the A gap on either side of the center, he has to tackle the running back. So his, his goal isn't to knife or get to the quarterback. His goal is to hold the gap, the A gaps, and not let the running back get through him. And the linebackers are going to fill everywhere else. And so. Is Avery Jones Darius's backup as of right now? No. No? Uh-uh. Avery Jones, is actually, so Avery Jones is actually a, a fringe starter with Taven Bryant because. Right now, you're looking at... So, who's behind Darius? Darius is... I mean, we, nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Darius is... Just I mean, so he comes off 20, the field. He's on. a $22 million starter. He's not coming uh, off the... Yeah. Dontavious Russell is behind. Yeah, he's only coming off the field is on, on passing downs. Uh, Darius is in on a non-passing down, or on any down besides an obvious passing down. But he... Um, so, just pray he doesn't get injured. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at your starters right now being Campbell. Thomas Joey. You didn't mix it? After all that we went through? Not yet, man. That's oh, okay. I'm doing like a quick right. move. Uh, it's going to change your life. It really is. But you have Ngakwe, you have Campbell on the edges. You have Darius on the interior, which we could the one or the shade. And then the three technique, which is like over, basically over the guard on the 
uh, strong side is either going to be Taven Bryan or Avery Jones. And then Josh Allen fits in there somewhere, either outside linebacker, passing down edge rusher. But that's what you're looking at right now. Didn't they resign Shelly? Yes. So where does he fit? He is, is he an Shally? offensive line. He's offensive line. Oh, crap. Plays on defense. Yeah, he's a tackle, but he also plays center and guard. He's a very versatile player. I like Tyler Shelly. T-Shat, what we call him. Yeah. You and uh, Gardner? Me and Gardner. <laughs> me, me and G-Men. Do you have any more questions? Because I have a question if we don't have any more. You go and ask yours. I'll find mine. I, I'm just straight up like, what do you guys think is going on with Telvin? Everything that I've seen, I mean, is that he's the head case that he was last year. I mean, apparently, not just on the field, because obviously he was lost, overran coverages, was a locker room cancer. Even more so is coming out now about that. I think he's that guy. Unlike like Ramsey, any other, like anybody else, for the most part, Bortles, prime example, don't pay attention to Twitter. Don't pay attention to the news. Don't pay attention to that stuff. I think Telvin is that guy who does pay attention to that, and he's a little bit butthurt. And I think the longer he holds out and doesn't show up, it's not really holding out, but doesn't show up, the more negativity he hears and the less he wants to do it. He's not answering his boss. It, it doesn't matter if through the player's agreement you have to or not. If your boss calls you, you answer it especially if you're making that kind of money. But he's going to be on the team because nobody's going to take him. He had a horrible year last year, and his contract's ridiculous. So he's going to be there, so we've got to figure something out. Yeah. I, that actually was well said, Joey. Hey, I hit as, one every once in a while, right? As much as it pains me to say. As much as it pains me to say, as well said. You said you thought Shatley played defense, but then you, re- <laughs> you, you redeemed yourself with that. I remember, I remember somebody like... <laughs> Like yes. crushing the quarterback in like the preseason and thinking yeah. that guy was going to be awesome. And I thought it was Shelly, but I guess not. We get some credit to Pete and he's at Coach L Tweets. And he says he loves the first two picks, but he's concerned about the free safety position. He's just putting a lot of confidence in Gerard Wilson with no backup plan. He, he does mention Trey Boston is still out there in free agency, which would really solidify the position. And Trey Boston, if you don't know, was a safety from Alabama. I think he had three interceptions last year, but... Wasn't a big tackle. I mean, I don't think he had a bunch of tackles. It's kind of that like kind of guy that like, just like kind of Tayshawn Gibson kind of guy. Well, that's it, perfect because we don't ever get beat over the middle. <laughs> well, you gotta get that. Oh wow! I don't really like that to be honest with you. That has no? no. I'm more of a traditional. Think about summertime on the beach. Uh, <sighs> for the people not watching the TV, we are um, a Tampa Bay hat just came up that was. It looks I like, liked it. It looks like it looks, like, it looks, it looks honestly, like, like graffiti splatter. If you would have shown the hat to me and you've been like, does James like this hat? I would have said hard no. Never. Really? Yeah. Never. Yeah. That's like those jerseys I'm, everybody I'm hates that come I'm out. Evolving. Like, <laughs> because that was the most like graffiti. Yeah. TV now I will say this. With, if it was a Braves hat, I probably would not have liked it. But because, it, you know, the Rays are kind of like a, a newer team. Well, it's like my, they're my favorite American league. You're trying to say they're not classy? No, it's like, it's just not my, they're not like, not my, right. My, I get you. I get yeah. what you're saying, but. No. Nothing was ugly as sin. No, I, the, I like the traditional Tampa Bay Rays. Honestly, the Devil Ray, the yeah, old Devil Rays hat, nice. I want to get that and snap back. I have a Tampa Bay Rays hat. I'll like, say this. That hat was way cooler looking than the Jags draft hat. Oh, gosh. That was I would buy the Jags hat, hat 10 times out of 10 for that one. What? Did you just say? Is that a sentence? It was. I <laughs> would much rather have that hat. All right, this question. I'm sorry. I got salsa and chips I'm, stuck to my tongue. Sorry, Twitter. We... 
Yeah. This one's from King, and he's at the Noah Bennett. Okay, nice. And he says, what are everyone's predictions for defensive rotations this year? Ooh. Um, I have none. So we talked about Taven. Yeah, we already said the defensive line. We talked about Taven and Avery uh, playing the same position. We talked about Josh Allen coming in on passing downs. Okay, just for context, Fowler played 44% of the snaps last year. Taven Bryan played about 20, and he played a lot at the end of the year when the team was bad. So given that, what do you think happens? I think Taven's going to start. I think he's going to take Malik's place. You know, he's the second year. He he did well in that position. You know, when when they tried to play him outside, that's when he struggled. But um, I think he's going to step up. I'm not saying he's going to be Malik, but I think he's going to play a lot better than he did last year. I mean, he has to. Listen, tonight is optimistic, James. Uh, I, all right, I'm, I'm thinking everyone. I mean, look thinking, at that hat you just like. You have to be optimistic. As much as you're surprised that I did like it, I'm surprised you didn't like it. I thought. You, I thought. I mean, know, not only did he like it, but he, he literally like stopped the podcast to comment on. No, like, Jason, Jason wasn't. I was trying to like do it like incognito, but he no. was watching the TV. I, I, I actually, get it. I was actually fl- focused on the podcast. I'm a flashy guy, but that hat was ugly. No, nah, you can look at it again. Okay, you don't have time to like really it'll, digest it'll, it. It'll go with your grill. Plus, I think it was free if you. <laughs> It's free if you're the first. Yeah, if you give you go to ten thousand to show up at yeah. Tropicana. You're not old enough yet to like <laughs> wear any free hat. You'll get there. <laughs> There's no such thing as an ugly free hat. Like I'll wear that. I mean, I think with the rotations, is there any chance that Miles Jack gets pushed outside? No. Well, the the question would be who plays in the middle then. I know Jake Ryan. Is that his name? Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> yeah, Jake Ryan. Six, yeah, sixteen candles. So I don't think so. I think I mean. So if Telvin is stuck on the team, that's the wild card. I mean, man. Man, we're that's in such a weird spot, dude. We got Dean playing linebacker. We got linebackers rushing the passer. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, how do we answer this you question? You to say this like there's a lot of speed. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of speed. Yeah, a lot of yeah. fast guys. Yeah. 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 All right. This question is from Treeb Talks. We like Treeb. Yeah. Treeb's a consistent YouTuber, and he's at Treeb Talks. And he says, what do you like slash dislike about Gardner? And will his mustache take over Shad's as the fan favorite? I think it already has. I think it has as well. I agree. Yeah. It's like, it's in like my, three it's days. Mine. He's my favorite Jaguar already. And he's owning it. Like, yeah. you can tell. Yeah. Here's, okay, follow-up question. It. When are you going to buy his jersey? Never. If he makes the team this year, I'll buy his jersey. I mean, if. You already said he's, he's, he's backup quarterback. Come on. You guys are going to be best friends. You got to have more confidence in them than that. You're right. You're right. Here, here's what I propose. Okay. I'm dead serious <laughs> about this. Oh, this is going to be good. The home opener, September, whatever it is, against the Chiefs. You're going to go and you're going to wear your Garner Minshew jersey. You're going to shave because you got a nice little mustache going. Yeah. You're going to oh, clean yeah. shave the rest of your face. Yeah. And you wear George to that game. I think it's definitely doable. All right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's what I like to see. Yeah. I mean, hey, you got to start working on your quads right now. And I, if I can grow a couple inches, I can get his. I, I, I need one inch. I need, what are you talking about? You're six. You're like taller like, than six one. No, From a distance, oh no. you're six one. I'm, I need to grow an inch. I need to gain thirty five pounds. All, all in the quads. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I so that's my goal. That's true. That's my goal for the first home game. Is that you'll definitely an inch get on TV? It would be guaranteed. You're on the jumbotron. Right, that's the goal. All right, uh, this next question is from Joe Vandal, and he's at Brady Bauer too. And I honestly don't know what he's talking. about. Are we about. answering these questions, by the way? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. As good as I ever do. I honestly. <laughs> Tyler Shatley. 
I don't know the answer to this question. I don't know what he's talking about. Y'all may. Can we talk about how glorious the Eagles punking the Texans in the first round was? Glorious. Uh, was there a trade involved with in the two teams? <laughs> the Eagles punked the Texans? Joe, if you will send us a follow-up question, we will answer it on the next one, but I don't think we have any yeah. idea what you're talking about. I, I heard the, nothing about that. The Texans drafted a, a tackle that was terrible, like a D2 tackle. Did, yeah. did the Eagles draft one right in front of them? or I, did, I didn't really follow either one of their picks, in the first round especially. Yeah, that's a tough one. Sorry, Joe. This one's on us. I don't know. But we're another Jags podcast. Yeah, that's right. Another uh, Texans slash Eagles podcast. That's right. Very true. I will throw this out there. Um, we do we need to like make sure Patrick Jackson or Patrick Jackson's okay? He um, he's fine. He's a survivor. I mean, we heard from he him. He said while. he watched our live video last week, but we which was like him. really late for him, right? Or yeah. early? He said it was like two a.m. or something like that. But no comments, no questions, no nothing. He might be dead. I'm kind of concerned. Yeah. Read something about him driving by something and seeing a bunch of caterpillars or something. <laughs> yes, I, you did. I did. I don't caterpillars know what, are I don't dangerous. Know some of those sting. About. Maybe Patrick, got too close to the caterpillars. He, I, I, he's a bit of a renaissance man. He is. He's, he's all over he's the place. He's doing a lot of different things. Patrick, if you're dead, can we give a eulogy at your funeral? We'll all three do it together. Just I was, let us know I was either really way. counting on him holding another Jaguars sign at the game in London. Just let us know either That'd way. That'd be a major downer. <laughs> wow. Well, P. Jack, we need to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Listen, make, make sure you're okay. Yeah. Well, the computer's far today, but I can imagine that's probably around an hour. I think it is. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening. Obviously, a lot, of, uh, a lot of questions to be answered with these players. I think optimism reigns right now. Uh, Jason's being a little more, I won't even say pessimistic. I say a little realist. Honestly, I'm doing good today. Yeah. Compared, yeah. To, compared to Thursday. <laughs> I'm doing good compared to yeah. Thursday. Very good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, we still, it almost seems like now the offseason has really started. You know, have rookie mini camps come in and then all that stuff. But really, the, the excitement is over now. The waiting really does begin. But it'll be here before you know it. Uh, we're going to have all summer to talk about all these guys, all the positions, uh, what we expect, what we don't expect. So it's going to be a fun offseason. Keep listening to us. Keep watching us on YouTube. We appreciate the questions. We appreciate the comments. Keep them coming. Listen, you don't have to wait until the day of when we tweet asking for your question. If you have a question during the week, go ahead and post it, and we'll include it on our show. Uh, we appreciate all the feedback. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at Another Jags Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Another Jags Podcast, and on YouTube. Just search Another Jags Podcast. We appreciate everyone, and as always, go Jags. <laughs>